I'm back. And surprise, surprise, I have something to say. Good morning. I don't know what time you're listening to this. Um, anyway. I still don't know how to do intros. Uh, welcome to Unsubscribe. Um, if you are not new to Planet Kai, welcome back. Thank you for showing up. Uh, it's, it's great to... It's great to be with you again. If you are new, if this is your first um, experience here, you are in for... So welcome to unsubscribe. <laughs> um, basically, this is... Um, I, wanted, I wanted to give a guide, if you will. Um, because if you were listening to this, you are probably someone who communicates with me on a regular basis. If not, that's cool. Maybe, maybe there are someone in your life who is similar to me that maybe, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just go ahead and start. Okay. Because like, I do knew how to do intros. They're very hard for me. Hmm. Oh, I don't know if you, uh, picked up on that. Um, so this, I'm assuming you read the title. I have vitism and i want to say first and foremost which you've probably heard maybe if you know a person with autism you know a person with autism you do not know every person in the autistic community we are not the same we have similarities but it is a spectrum and every human is different, which is something that I will stress a lot in the next hour. Should you choose to stick around? Um, you're, you're probably, you're probably going to hear that a lot. So here's the thing about, I'm not necessarily going to speak on autism specifically. Um, like I will, but I won't. I'm going to talk about my experience. I am undiagnosed, but like, come on, come on. We all, we all know. We all know. Let's, let's come on. So I'm going, I'm going to be speaking from my own experience and kind of how to navigate the world with me should you choose to do so. So the first thing I want to talk about is that I personally lack, as harsh as this sounds, I lack social common sense. Um, See, that's why I said I'm not speaking for the whole community. I'm not saying that all of us are like this, but I, <laughs> I am very naive and I don't pick up on a lot of things and I have no social awareness like at all. And I'm going to, okay. So, okay. Side tangent, side note. Oh, and that's probably going to happen a lot too. I'm scatterbrained. Sorry. Um, Everyone has been talking a lot about Taylor Swift's song, Antihero. It's the only song I've heard from the album. And I listened to it because um, a psychology person on YouTube that I listened to was talking about it. Anyway, so the first lyric in the song is like, I have a thing where I get older, but just never wiser. And obviously she wasn't talking about the tism, but it made me think about it because I was like this is something that I have felt for years and years throughout my adulthood I thought I am getting older but I feel like I am not learning I feel like 
I am still not catching on. I have had 21, 22, 23, however old I was at the time. I have had that many years to learn how to neurotypical and I can't seem to get it right. And I just wonder if this is something that I'll never learn. And I don't understand why it is not coming even like slightly easier. Like, you know, you do, you do something enough times you get better at it, but I, I can't, like I, I, I person every day, or at least I try to, but I'm not getting better at personing and I don't understand why. And it's, it's like, it's a crisis. So I don't necessarily love the song, but that lyric, I kind of like, I feel like I had a burp. I'm so sorry. Um, that was awful. I should edit that up, but I want anyway. So it, it, it was just a lyric that I gravitated toward. And that's kind of, I guess, I guess that's how I'm opening this fucking episode. I feel like I have this thing where I get older, but just never wiser. Also side, side tangent. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to make this quick because I've been talking about weight a lot and I'm freaking goddamn annoying myself, but everyone was so mad about the freaking scale scene of this music video. I didn't see the music video personally, but I guess she steps on the scale and the scale says like fat or something. And everyone was like, that is fat phobic. And that is the stupidest shit ever. Um, because first of all, body dysmorphia is a thing. Second of all, it it is not about it's really not about being fat it's about control it's about progress it's about drive it's about power uh <laughs> sometimes we stay hungry and we do devour <laughs> restrict and binge anyway i'm so sorry so it is it is not as shallow as people like to act like it is and yes she is very thin and she has always been thin, but she has also been open about her eating disorder. And she's in fucking Hollywood. Because at first I was like, bitch, you are the beauty standard. Like, nobody feels fucking bad for you. But then I remembered that it's Hollywood. And no matter how much progress we think we've made, if you so much as have a role when you sit down, even when you're paper thin, you're going to be on the magazines and they're going to be like, from fucking fit to fat, like, how disgusting. And then that's, that's going to fuck anybody up, especially if you're a woman. And so, can we just, like, not be dicks? Like, if you don't understand, that's fine. Um, I don't know what the, like, if it doesn't apply, let it fly or some shit. I don't know what phrase goes here, but, like, I just don't think it was that bad. I don't think it was bad. I think it's, it's a lot deeper than people want to, um... Anyway, so, uh, we're done with that side tangent. Okay. Um, I should have been more prepared for this. Oh, goodness. I have stage fright. <laughs> I'm so nervous. You make me so nervous. Anyway, so, I, I have said in previous episodes that you have to train people on how to treat you. That's just at least in my mind, that is how life works. You have to let the people in your life know what you like, what you don't, what your boundaries are. Like every person is goddamn fucking different. And I just feel like, and I don't, I don't know if this is how the norm, like, I don't know how y'all work, but in my head, you have to train people on how to treat you. Like, that's just how it is because people like to be fucking treated differently, I guess. I don't know. And with that being said, 
you have to train me how to treat you. You have to let me know how to treat you because navigating people is so goddamn motherfucking hard for me. It is so hard. Every person that I make contact with is a different person and I have to learn that person and I want to learn that person. No group of people is monolithic. Shout out Jason. Um, and who, who said that to Jason? Someone said that to him. Anyway, so I, I'm, not, I'm not just going to assume... Well, okay, I do have a habit of assuming, but I'm, I'm going to get to that because that's a thing I'm working on. As frustrating as it may be for you, you have to explicitly tell me what to do in regards to like how to interact with you. And that's kind of what I'm doing here is I'm explicitly telling you how to interact with me. And I feel like if you take the time to listen to this, I'll really appreciate it. And I hope that Maybe you, I don't want to say, maybe you learned something. That sounds condescending as fuck. I don't mean it like that. But maybe dealing with me will be a little bit easier. At least I hope. Also, if you hear voices in the background, that's my neighbors either talking or the TV. I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm so sorry. Um, let me talk about assumptions. So I, I do this thing where, okay, so I was, I was brought up with the phrase, treat people how you want to be treated. I'm sure a lot of us were. And I, with my Amelia Bedelia ass, I'm very, very, very literal. And so I do. The I treat people exactly how I would want to be treated. And this is something that I've had to explain to people a lot. And essentially what that means to me is I am going to give you what I would want until you explicitly tell me that that is not what you want. That is how I operate. That is my base. That is that is my my primer before the foundation. I don't do makeup. <laughs> I don't even know if that's... A, okay. Anyway, so I have said before that social interaction, I basically need a fucking rubric. And this is why. So, example. If I'm crying and you are near me, I don't want you to acknowledge it. I hate being emotional in front of people. A few episodes back, the MRSA episode, I spoke about how I was really glad my partner wasn't in the room after the surgery because I was just uncontrollably whimpering like a beaten puppy and I felt fucking awful. Like, I goddamn, I was so, like, disgusted with me and with the situation and I just felt helpless and like naked I don't I don't know how to explain it and um if she would have seen that I don't think I personally could have come back from that like I feel I I don't like being like that in front of people so if I if for some reason if I'm crying in front of you and I can't leave the situation I don't want you to acknowledge it I don't want you to sit next to me and like stroke my hair and ask me what's wrong and try to like I ooh, I don't want that I just want you to not acknowledge it. I like, or just be like, yo, you want some like pizza or something? Or I'm gonna just let you like, I don't know. Just don't, don't. It's like when I'm singing, like if I'm singing a song, first of all, if I'm singing a song, I am in character. Okay. If I'm listening to ratchet ass music, I am a pimp for that next three minutes. I am a stone cold pimp. Don't say anything to me about it. 
Let me be in character, okay? Let me be a goddamn tractor driver. I'm just kidding. I don't listen to country. Let, like, as soon as you say something, it, like, it, like, scares it away. I don't know. Just don't, just, just don't acknowledge it or sing along or something. If I'm crying, if I'm upset, don't acknowledge it. That's, that's just me personally. And because that is me, the, it's like my default to match that energy. So if somebody around me is upset or crying, I don't acknowledge it. And I realized recently that that, I guess, signals to the other person that I don't care. And that is certainly not how I ever meant to come across. I care deeply about the people around me. I do not want to see anyone hurting. I hate that shit. But I also know how uncomfortable it can be to cry in front of people or to like throw up in front of people or just like something like. And so because I wouldn't want it acknowledged, it was just kind of my go to. And I I didn't ever mean to come across like I am ignoring you and I don't care. So if you are someone who has ever been really upset in front of me and I did not acknowledge I'm sorry if that's how I came across. I, a lot of the times, don't know how I come across because I just deal with my base. Like, I just match the energy that I would want. And somebody specifically had to tell me, if you see me crying, ask me what's wrong so I know that you care. And I'm most likely not even going to tell you, like, why. But it shows me that you care. And I was like, okay. And maybe to most people, that is social common sense. To me, it is not. I have to be told shit like that. And fucking sorry about it. Like I <laughs> like I don't I don't know what to say, but you'll have to tell me. When I'm crying and you don't acknowledge it, it makes me feel like you don't care. You have to tell me these things. You have to tell me these things. I don't know these things the way I should know these things. I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you are flirting with me, I don't fucking know. You need to be explicit about it. You gotta. There's no other option. Shit flies over my head all the time. I am such a naive little mind. It is astounding. And I hate it. Honestly, it makes me feel... Stupid. I have such a thing about feeling stupid... Um, also I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you make me feel stupid, if you talk down to me, we will never speak again. I will be so fucking quick to, ooh, listen, no, that is such a thing of mine and people know this and then they use it against me to try to hurt me. Listen, home skillet, negative, negative ghostwriter. That's going to be a negatory. I just, I keep putting that out there just because... I don't know. Sometimes people do it. I don't even know if they mean to. And then they're like, why haven't you spoken to me? And I'm like, because I fucking hate you. And then I have to like chill, <laughs> you know, you know? Um, so I guess, okay. Okay. Oh, other side note, other side note. I saw a TikTok last night. Oh my God. Anyway, I saw a TikTok last night. And it was this girl, and she's autistic, and she was like, I just learned today that nonverbal communication is not synonymous with social cues. And I was like, what? 
apparently because like she was like i literally looked up what is social cues or what are social cues or whatever the fuck and it was like it's a mix of verbal and nonverbal communication and she was like so so what am i missing if that's not what it is but the internet says that that's what it is i don't understand what a social cue is if not that and i was like this is what i'm talking about you have to be explicit with me however comma there are certain things that you can't necessarily be explicit about because they are unspoken, unwritten social rules that I guess you fucking people just intrinsically understand. So it's like you can't explain it. And that fucks with us. That fucks with us heavy. <laughs> and so I watched this TikTok like twice and I was just like, what in the goddamn hell is a social cue? And then I, I kind of spiraled because I was like, I wonder how many I miss on a regular basis. I, ooh, I can't think about that for too long because then I will do that thing where I don't speak for a month. <laughs> so let me go ahead and not think about that anymore because, oh, no. And don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't, please, please don't tell me how many... I miss on a regular basis because I won't, I won't. Um, but that's the thing about like explicit instructions. I am a very, I, I'm a very literal person. I am very Amelia Bedelia. Listen, is that even, is that, is, is Amelia Bedelia the one where like she takes everything really literally? I, <laughs> I, sh I sh okay. So funny story, funny story. I was at, my, my partner's house and she was like hey will you she was like at the store so she calls me and she's like hey will you put the put the meat on the stove or whatever the fuck I'm like yeah so put the meat on the stove then she calls me again later and she's like hey I'm gonna be a bit later um could you boil the water for the noodles or whatever and she she had asked me to do a couple of things no okay I'm so sorry I fucked it up. She asked me to put the put the meat in yeah, put the meat in the thing and then put the sauce with the meat. And then she asked me to boil the water. So she she comes home and she just puts it all together and she like puts it in the oven. And she was like, Hey, like, thanks for making this spaghetti. And I was like, Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> wait. What? And she was like, Yeah, you made it. I said, If I'd have known that my name was gonna be on that shit, I would have seasoned it. And she looks at me and she goes, you didn't season it? And I was like, no, you didn't, you didn't tell me I was like in charge of making it. I thought I was just like getting it ready for you for, for when you got home because you said you weren't going to make it. And then you were just like, put the meat on the stove for me for when I get home. I, I, I didn't think I was like, I didn't think I was like making it, which I guess like when I say it out loud and we listen, we argue, not like argued, like argue but like we were like no there's no way like you're totally wrong like there's no way I should have known to season it and she was like yes Kai like you should have known at this point that you were cooking this spaghetti and I was like you're totally wrong and so I texted my mom and I gave her all the details and I was like so what do you think and she was like honestly I'm surprised you didn't season it like you're not one to not season things. I'm I'm kind of like disappointed a little bit. And I was like, what in, what is happening? So I went to work and I told my coworker. I'm telling him the story and as soon as I get to the putting the sauce in the thing, he goes, "Oh, she got you. <laughs> You're cooking now." I was like, 
I was fucking blown. I was goddamn. I was goddamn. And then, and then at the end of the story, he goes, you didn't season it. I was like, you know what? I'm about to leave out. I'm going home. I'm sick of every motherfucking one of y'all because I just, it didn't, it didn't enter my mind that I am actively cooking something. I was just like, I'm going to do all the things that she asked so that when she gets home, she can make it. Even though I was actively making it. I don't... I... <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking... Like, I was like, well, you never asked me to season her. I thought you were going to come and cook it. I don't know. That's just... It's, it's such a silly example, but that's kind of how my brain works is it's it's very I will misunderstand a lot of what you say and you kind of gotta be okay with it like I'm 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 trying but older but not wiser it's it's going to happen I'm (laughs) I'm going to misunderstand you a lot and I'm not doing it on purpose um but with that being said I am very very forward about it I am forward about all of my shit. I will tell you that I... Neighbor just slammed the door and I'm very confused about it. Okay. I will tell you that I don't necessarily understand what is happening. I will tell you that I don't know what to say in the situation. I have no, I used to be really embarrassed about stuff like that and kind of try to pretend to like blend in, but I'm older now and I don't fucking have time to try to make people feel comfortable um, because people get really uncomfortable around us. So we try to be as like neurotypical passing as possible and we all think we're good at masking, but we're not. But anyway, I, I will straight look at you and be like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what you want to hear. I don't know what is socially acceptable. I don't even know what to think at this moment. And I need you to understand that the reason I am silent is because I am trying to figure out what in the fuck to say. You went off script. I don't know what to do. And I don't want to say something wrong. I constantly feel like I am walking on eggshells and this is not a reflection of you. By the way, I don't know who in the hell is listening to this right now, but if you're someone who communicates with me, I'm fucking talking to you. I'm talking to you. So it is not you personally, but every single person I've ever communicated with, I feel like I'm walking on eggshells and I'm not sure if every one of us in the neurodivergent community feels that way, but I do. And that will never change. It does not matter who you are to me. That is how I will feel every single time except maybe stephanie i feel like stephanie is the one person who just made it easy i don't know how she did it but she's the one person in this world that just i just feel like it's easy and i think it's because she understands me and how my mind works so the way that she communicates with me is very like and you know my family they have had years to say the wrong things and do the wrong things and it is until just now that they are finally kind of figuring out that their methods of communication didn't work you know because they were fucking shitty objectively but (laughs) that's neither here nor there they weren't working so they are now making the effort to work on it which i greatly appreciate while i struggle with communication I am a communicative person. 
I can say that I do believe that I am a I don't I'm not gonna say a good communicator because words are very hard but I am a communicative person I tell you exactly what I need I ask you exactly what you need I am I'm not I am not hostile I am very fair if I I'm not I don't really make a lot of people sad I don't hurt people I am communicative and if you do not think that I am communicative you can eat a bag of dicks because <laughs> because I don't often say I'm decent at a lot of things but I know for a goddamn fact that I am communicative like I, fucking <laughs> it is a thing that we get a lot that like we fall back on our autism and we use it as an excuse and it is like i'm sorry i know that that's not what you want to hear but it is it is an excuse it's like i shouldn't i feel like excuse is the wrong word it is the reason it is my personality it affects the way I live, it affects everything. The way that I do things, the way that I communicate, the accommodations that I have learned for myself so I can better navigate. It is everything. So don't like, I just, ooh, that's, that's, you have to understand. If you, if you want to understand me, you have to understand ASD. They are kind of synonymous. Like, I don't want to be known as the autistic one, but it is, it is, it is so important. Like, it is so fucking crucial. Like, if you're going, I don't, I don't know. I'm totally repeating myself, I realize. As socially unacceptable as this is going to sound when it comes out, I'm going to say it anyway. As frustrating as it can be to deal with me, and my autism, it is twice as frustrating for me as it is for you. It is fucking exhausting. It is fucking exhausting that everything is a mystery to me every single day. It is so hard. It is fucking heartbreaking. To constantly do things wrong and not know why or how you are making these mistakes. It is exhausting trying to figure out how to navigate each individual person because we want to do so. If we give a fuck about you, we want to learn how to better be around you. So when people make it even more complicated than it goddamn has to be, it is the most frustrating. We get, let me not we, I get overwhelmed so incredibly easily. I have to have headphones in at the grocery store. If I am at a family gathering, there has to be a room that I know I can like go chill in so I don't get overstimulated. It is so goddamn frustrating for all of us.
when we do the best that we fucking can and it is not good enough. Ooh, the anger. The f- Ooh, <laughs> listen. I'm not gonna say all the time, because I know sometimes people be frustrated, rightfully so, and I have to sit back and be like, okay, I flubbed the dub on communication. I will take that L. That one was my B, homie G. I'm very sorry. But a lot of the time, it is so much more frustrating for us than it is for you, because you don't have to think about how hard it is for us, and that's fair. You have your own shit to worry about you don't have to think about like other people's like it doesn't really cross your mind and that's fine but you can't be mad at us for being neuro we are already mad at us for being neuro it's not fair like that makes me sound like such a baby but like it's not fucking fair dude like I feel like I'm hostile. I'm not a hostile person, but I can like feel myself getting like re-hostile. Let me kind of go lighter for a minute. I think I mentioned this in, well, uh, uh, hmm. I'm gonna stop saying I think I mentioned this earlier because I probably did and I just, welcome to unsubscribe, I repeat myself a lot. So when I had first started talking to my partner, I quite literally had to ask, what is the protocol? If we change the status of our dynamic, if we change the title, what changes? Now, later she had told me that I guess how she took that was like, well, what even changes? Like, if we're like together, like, like, what even changes for real? And she was like, exactly. That's why we should just like throw a title on it or something. That's not I literally I literally meant what changes? I need you to explain it to me <laughs> because I don't know, especially as someone who identified as aromantic for my entire life. I already didn't know how romantic relationships worked. I don't know how human interaction works. So I don't necessarily know if she knew at the time that I was <laughs> on the spectrum, but I think it's very funny that I ended up telling her months into the relationship that I was not being a smartass. I was genuinely asking what is normally a common sense question. What is the protocol? Which is the funniest thing to ask a potential romantic partner, I realize. There's a humor in that that I'm not sure if people see. What is the protocol is the fucking funniest shit that I've ever had to ask someone. That is, <laughs> that is, um, that is, I would like to think that once you kind of get a feel for the way I communicate, maybe things will be a bit easier to bear. With that being said, I also, things are never fucking easier for me when it comes to communication, so I'm not sure how it works for you people. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know how that works, but that, that, I feel like all of these things kind of sum up the way that I do things. Anyway, we're going to we're going to change the subject a little bit. So I have a relative who has a child who I'm pretty sure has ASD. I'm not trying to blow up nobody's spot. Um, she makes me proud, which is something I never thought I'd say, I'm going to be honest, but 
she has and obviously like it's not about me like i i i feel like saying she makes me proud like my approval is not fucking anything that matters but in my head i'm like she has made me proud because she communicates with him she is trying to understand what he needs when he gets overstimulated she says would you like to sit in this room would you like to sit on the steps do we need to go to the car what can we do like do you need your headphones for a minute like she's very like she tries to understand and help him you guessed it better navigate like and i think that that's cool and she was like you know he's very young so she's like we have a color system if he's feeling i didn't ask her what the colors were i'm assuming they're probably like green yellow red um he will communicate that with me and we will try to figure out how to fix it and i think that's the coolest fucking shit because when i was a young warthog when i was a young boy my father took okay no so when i was young i did not get that I did not get that courtesy. I'm not trying to criticize anyone because we just didn't know shit about shit back in the day. But I did not get that. I did not know words like overwhelmed, overstimulated. I didn't know how to communicate how I was feeling. I was just not okay. And with my not okay came consequences. It was never what do you need but it was what is your problem why do you shut down when you're in public you are around family there's no reason for you to act like this why won't you hug and kiss your grandma why won't you socialize why won't you be like your sisters why are you so standoffish all they want to do is talk to you and see how you are and ask you about school. Why are you acting like it's such a complicated thing? Because it fucking was. First of all, I am a very touch-averse person. A touch-averse, if you will. Ew, I'm sorry. Ew, I'm sorry. Anyway, there are very few people in this world that like can have any kind of physical contact with me. Um... My mommy, of course, you know, there's like a couple of other people. I don't, I don't like shaking hands with people. I don't like hugging strangers. I don't love hugging relatives. I don't love any of that shit. No, I don't want to hug and kiss grandma. I don't like touching. I don't like being touched. I think that's a very common thing for a lot of us. And I have a thing about mouths. I have a thing about mouths. Okay. And I know I've taught, I listen, if you bleed, if you goddamn, like, I can look at that stuff. But if there are things coming out of your face hole, I cannot, I cannot, I, I literally, I, if I think about it too much, I will have to like stop <laughs> and go like die. I can't. And so things like that, I always hated because I was forced to interact with my relatives in such a way and be asked stupid questions like, oh, are you learning about your letters and colors and shapes and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to talk about that. I'm not in school right now. Or when I was older, do you have a boyfriend? Why don't you have a boyfriend? Do you have a lot of friends? What do you do outside? Like, 
just fucking fuck shit fuck like i i never really got the opportunity to properly express what i needed and i realized i probably sound super whiny i also need to stop being so self like this is my goddamn podcast if i want to be whiny i'm gonna be motherfucking whiny you can listen or you fucking don't have to anyway so when i see this child saying things like this is what i need this is how i feel party chair it warms my heart because i know that he is understood yes he is having a hard time and i goddamn feel for him and he has a life of frustration ahead of him as as harsh as that sounds but he is growing up in an environment where he can say that he is like upset she was like i don't necessarily because i was talking to her about it she was like well he he's he's a little tiny baby child he doesn't know words like overwhelmed overstimulated those are big words for him and I was like what about uneasy because in my head there is a difference between uneasy and upset I don't know how to explain it because I suck dick at words I shouldn't have worded it like that I don't suck dick. um I I think I don't know how to explain the difference but I feel like there is a difference between upset and uneasy uncomfortable I feel anxious I feel I like uneasy and I was like he he can know that word like I feel like to be able to say I feel uneasy I need to excuse myself and then have the opportunity and not be chastised for it I think is a lovely thing and she was like I think you should teach him that I think you should talk to him about this I think that him having someone to look up to who understands his condition at least to a point and can help him navigate would be really beneficial because I do not suffer from this and I can only be like I can I only know what I know and I was like I would love to because I did not get that and I think it's so fucking neat that I will get, it's like the ace pod. I just wanted to be some, some little ace kids, big sister and be like, listen, homie, like I don't, I, look, I didn't, I didn't fucking get this shit. I get to give it out. What the <laughs> but yeah, no. So I think that's great. I also, I met another relative of mine who I, I never got the chance to meet. And apparently he is neurodivergent as well. So I guess this shit just runs in the fam bam. Hey, what up? And this little, this child, he's got a little personality on him. And it makes me so happy. He's playing his little video game, his little Xbox, his little GameCube. I don't think it's GameCube. I don't know. And my sister said something. And then she was like, oh, shit, I lied. And then, like, said, okay, so there's this thing that we do. I don't know if everybody does it. We'll say something and then we'll, like, correct ourselves. But instead of being like, oh, I was wrong. Or like, oh, this is what we're like, oh, shit, I lied. Actually, it's going to be this time. Like, that's what we do. I don't know if that's normal. So anyway, she's like, oh, I lied, blah, blah, blah. And without missing a beat and with no expression, he just goes, how dare you? And he's nine. And it made me so happy because I do that. Like, and I'm not saying that's a neurodivergent thing, but that's such a thing that I do when someone does something like that. I'm just like, how dare you? Like, that's like my thing. 
that's my thing i don't know i was like holy shit we are related and this little kid looks like me he has my face and i was like that's why that's motherfucking why i motherfucker not motherfucker he's nine (laughs) but i think the thing is a lot of us handle things differently and i'm talking about neurodivergent people and neurotypicals as a neurodivergent I don't think I ever had like meltdowns and if I did I was very 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 young and I vaguely I think I vaguely remember one but I don't typically have meltdowns I leave like I because I don't like having meltdowns in front of people and that could be for a lot of reasons it could be a shame thing it could be like being raised as a lady female person I'm a woman lady I don't I don't know um but I excuse myself now as an adult I do that a lot because as a kid I kind of wasn't super allowed so I was very and I think that kind of explains a lot of the dissociation too because I wasn't allowed to physically leave anyway we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna get into this you you don't even know this much about me um but it was interesting to see because this this little tiny baby child was about to have a meltdown and she was like let's excuse ourselves and calm down and like fix it and recuperate and I was like motherfucking brav goddamn oh like look at you motherfucking go that was my shit that was my jam my dude that shit was lit anyway I don't know if this is a neurodivergent thing but I hate kids I hate children. I hate them with a passion. I don't give a fuck. I know that's not a socially acceptable thing to say, but sometimes I just want to kick some kids in the face and see how hard I can do it. I never will. Okay, let me just go ahead and put that out there. I will never kick a child in the face. But sometimes they are so, ooh, they just like, and you're supposed to just love them. You're not supposed to hate kids. That's not a normal thing. I'm pretty sure. But I just, ooh, I just have this, like, they just, they just anger me. And the thing is, logically, I know that when you're young, you are selfish because that's just how it is. And you kind of have to learn to not be selfish. And I know that. So I don't necessarily fault the child logically. But still, when I see them being selfish, it angers me. I, like, I don't know. That's, it's like, but I don't, like, take it out on anybody because I know that that's just me being, like, irrational. That was just a random tidbit of information. It doesn't really matter. Um, But it is kind of interesting. That actually, that is an interesting to think about. Because, like, I had to be taught that, like, there is a way to say things. You know, tact is important. At least that's what I learned. Like, you've got to be tactful. You've got to be diplomatic when you say certain things. You've got to be careful. Now, I think I might have taken that a little too far, because I do also tend to tiptoe around things, or when people that I love are in conflict, I tend to be very, I can see how both of you feel in this situation, and I definitely think that there are things, like, I'm, I'm very, I'm very dancey, and that annoys a lot of people, but it's because I'm so, like, I was so ingrained with, like, be tactful, be tactful, like, I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to balance, um, I don't know if that's a tism thing or just a people thing. I, uh, random fact, I got a coworker and she loves lamps. She has so many lamps in her house and I love 
lamps her house is like it's like dim lit because it's just a bunch of lamps and they're like soft warm colors and they're just different pretty lamps and I was like I love your house I love the lighting and let me adjust she was like I hate living room lights or like like I just I hate them I don't know what it is about them but why do you have to have this bright ass light in the middle of the room when you can just have lamps and I was like thank you Oh my God, there's nothing I hate more than a living room light. And I thought I was the only one because a lot of people are like, it's so dark in your house. Why do you just have a bunch of little lights? Why don't you just have like a light? And I was like, because fuck a light. Like, I, I, I don't know. And she's also neurodivergent. So I was like, I wonder if that's a neurodivergent thing. That's something that I've been asking myself a lot lately. But I was like, yes, lamps because because fuck a fuck a living room light dude like when i go to other people's houses and they just like have a living room light on and watch tv i'm like what like okay if you're doing stuff in the living room or whatever and you're like not watching i think it's the watching tv how do you have a living room light on like a ceiling light and watch tv how do you I don't understand. I don't understand. I do. And, you know, I think a lot of this is probably also because um, growing up, my stepfather called it the, the big light. <laughs> and I don't know if it was like because he was trying to save electricity or I low-key think that he was also neurodivergent. But he would always yell at us. Like, we'd have it on and he'd be like who turned the big light on why is the big light on you need to turn off the big light we have these lights you know, the, the big light and i i don't know if maybe that kind of affected me too because sometimes i still call it the big light and i'm like god damn it like fuck you like i don't know but i also just think it's because it's like it's so bright and i'm like trying to focus on the tv and there's just so much light and i'm just like ew fucking no and my coworker was like, yeah, like I'm such a moth. And I was like, me fucking too. Like it just made sense to me and it made me happy. So I'm going to fill my house with hella lamps because I like them and nobody can say fuck to me about how I live. And I love my home. I love my home so much because it's just, oh, it's so comfy. It's, I'll always be slightly uncomfortable at everyone's house, even my parents' house. It does not matter who it is. I will always be slightly uncomfortable in someone else's home because it is not mine. And being able to live alone, it is... Oh, any, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. I'm sorry. I'll... I'll I'm not going to get over it. I'm sorry. Um, I do want to say it drives me insane that people with ASD a lot of the times aren't taken seriously as like adults. And this is something I talked about in my Does Kai have autism? episode. Um, a lot of what we say is not taken seriously once people find out that we have the ASD diagnosis. Um, it's like once that word is attached to us, people people get very like, we don't know anything. And that drives me goddamn insane. Um, I also want to talk about being ace for a minute because this shit, this is something a lot of people are like the same way they treat ace people like they are behind and like they are not real adults and they are i don't you know you know what i'm saying you know what I'm, you know what i'm motherfucking saying 
and it drove me insane because I was like, look, just because I'm not like you in that one way does not mean that I cannot function. Uh, my name is on a lease. I pay my bills. I go to work. I am a grown ass motherfucking person just like you. There is no reason for you to look at me as less than because of this fact. With that being said, I saw a group on Facebook and it was called like laughs and asexual and it was just like memes about like being ace and I'm like, all right, whatever, I'll join it. I bet there are probably some funny memes. And you know, when you join a group on Facebook, sometimes they have like questions that you've got to answer. So there was a question and the question was, how many dino nuggies do you think you can fit in your mouth at one time? And it made me mad i was like this is why people don't take us seriously as grown folks this is why because they probably think that every ace person walks around talking about dino nuggies like first of all they don't even taste good fuck you dude but like it just, it like it made me mad because i was like this is why i regret this is one of the reasons i regret being so open about it is because I imagine that once I say that, people look at me like that. I am not that. That is not me. We are not the same. I don't... Ooh, I don't know. That's that. I guess that's like a random thing, but I just want to fucking put that out there. I don't know why, but... It just, oh. See, I can't even be like, we're all adults and we're all mature because like that shit happened and I was like... Oh. Come on, guys. Come on. You're making me look bad. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I will say, uh, bugles are amazing. And I can't remember who it was, but someone said to me, well, yeah, I liked bugles when I was a child. And I was like, I will not tolerate this disrespect. Listen, I can handle a lot of disrespect. I can swallow down a lot of bullshit. Don't disrespect me like that. Like, that was a little far. So, like, if they would have said how many bugles, maybe I wouldn't have been so mad. Anyway, I feel like there's probably so much more that I would want to say, and I'm not going to remember it until after I have long since recorded and posted this. I'm sure there's going to... I'm going to be like, oh, you know what? I Motherfucking... This was the thing that needed to be said. And I'm, ah, because sometimes, sometimes, ooh, sometimes people be on some bullshit. But I think I'm going to leave it at that in terms of the, um, basically how to interact. I want to say, um, I want to say I said everything I need to say. I know I didn't because I just, I just be saying, I'll never stop saying. Um, but anyway. Let me, let me tell, let me tell a couple of funny stories just, just to like, just to like, just to lighten. So today, right, my nephew, he's throwing around like a little paper airplane that someone made for him. And he was like, yeah, he makes paper airplanes like this. And <laughs> my inner fourth grader kicked in and I was like, that paper airplane sucks. Tell him that he can suck one. Let me show you how I make my paper airplanes because they're the best. So I made a paper airplane and I drew little flames on it. And on one side I wrote yeet. And on the other side I wrote phew. 
kind of like back in the day when I when I made paper airplanes for my coworker and I wrote things on them and he had to yell them as he launched them across the warehouse. So it was like a nod to that. So I did that and I gave it to him. And he is throwing this airplane all throughout the house. And he's like, this one flies so much better. And I was like, fuck yeah, it does, little dude. And I looked at his mother and I said, I'm so sorry. I feel like I just did you a huge disservice because he's going to be throwing that shit everywhere. And she was like, no, don't even worry about it. I feel like it's probably not very often at all that you get to just like be a child. So just enjoy your inner child. And then he throws it. And I said, hey, be careful, though, because you don't want to take somebody's eye out without thinking. That's what I said. And she goes, and you're a parent now. You, your inner child is gone. It took two seconds, two whole seconds, and that's it. And I just sat there, and I was like, I know I did not just tell somebody to watch what they were doing so they didn't take somebody's eye out. I know I didn't say that. It didn't come out of my face naturally. I know that, I know that didn't just happen. Somebody, please tell me that. <laughs> somebody, please tell me that didn't just happen. Baby, please. Um... So I don't know. I I thought that that was rather funny. Also, they have an Alexa that has a screen, which is wild. And also, also, the birthday party that I went to, they have a refrigerator with a screen on it that has Wi-Fi. Did you know that refrigerators can have Wi-Fi? Dude, these rectangles are getting out of control. And I, I don't know when I became an old, but I, I don't, why does a refrigerator need a screen? What do you do on, on a, on a refrigerator screen? What do you, what do you, what is happening? I, the fact that this makes me so confused that I stammer about it. How long has, how long has this been going on? How long have we... <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, here's another funny story. I keep saying shit that I shouldn't say and I can't stop. Um, we were at work and this guy looks at my coworker, Drake, and he goes, hey, I can't find a scan gun that works. And Drake was like, oh, go look over there. So then he finds one and he's like, oh, cool. I found one. And Drake goes, heck yeah, we got a gun. And of course, without thinking, because I never think before I speak, I said... Oh shit, Drake's got the blick. The blick. He said, I have a gun. I have the gun, the scan gun. And I fucking said, oh shit, Drake's got the blick. In front of God and everybody in this warehouse. And he just goes, you're fucking nuts, Kai. And I was like, but that's a thing that I've been saying, which I have no place saying I'll get mad at like an object and I'll be like, this thing is about to get hit with the blick. I hate myself for this. I hate it. That I was already saying in these streets, the mean streets of fucking, of what? Wellington Way? Like, <laughs> in these streets. Like, I have to be stopped. I have to not accidentally say this shit in public because I will get my shit absolutely rocked. I have been... Because at work, we listen to so much just aggressive-ass, trap-ass, drill-ass shit. And 
I started listening to it at home and I think it's just bleeding into my subconscious and I just say shit that shouldn't come out of my face. And I know it shouldn't come out of my face, but it feels right. Like it makes my soul feel nice. And <laughs> and that's so stupid. I don't understand it. Anyway, if you managed to get through this episode, um, I do greatly appreciate it. I, I, I hope that there was something in here that maybe made a bit more sense um, as to why I am such an eccentric person uh, with standoffish habits and weird speech patterns and what have you. I hope that maybe this makes a little bit more sense and things can be smoother going forward because if you do not take the time to understand how I am you can suck a fat one in the rain I don't really know I don't know what to say maybe I just we just we just don't need to be around each other and that's totally fine there there are people for people and there are so many people in this world and if you're if I'm not for you I'm not for you and I'm not gonna get my feelings hurt about it but just let a brother know because I don't want to be wasting my time like I've had a lot of friends talk mad shit about me and they were not my friends and if you are my friend be my friend like ugh, I don't know anyway um I'm sorry, you just had to hear that sniffle in your ear. I'm so sorry. Ears? I don't know. Where, how, how are you listening to me this time? Headphones? Speaker? Um, what is it? Either way. Sorry you had to hear that sniffle. Okay. If you are new, it is tradition. It is the law. At the end of every episode of Unsubscribe, I have to end it with a joke. It does not have to be one that I made up. It just has to be a joke. Doesn't have to be good. It just it just has to be a joke. And if you ever decide to be a guest on my podcast, you, as the guest of honor, have to tell a joke at the end of the pod. I don't know why. Listen, listen. Are you surprised? Don't act like you're surprised. Anyway, um, uh, here is my joke, so I can close out. Thanks for listening. What is a neurodivergent person's favorite kind of tape to use? Masking tape.